Hey everybody, welcome to the Kinky Christian Podcast. I'm Pat. And I'm James, and we're going to explore Christianity and kink and how and when they intersect. So hold on for the ride. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm Pat. And I'm James. And this episode, we are going to be discussing munches. We're going to kind of talk about what they are, what they're designed for. Uh, we're going to give you a little brief history. Um, I didn't do a ton of research, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot out there on munches. If you just go out, uh, Google can be your friend. Um, look at the history of munches, and, and it's really kind of interesting. But um, I know I say I'm a lot. <laughs> but for our episode... We're just, I'm going to give you kind of a brief rundown of what I found. And then we want to share kind of our experiences with them. Uh, the, the term munch actually started back in uh, 1992 in California. Uh, at the beginning of all the uh, internet things taken off, people wanted to get together and, and share their, their love for BDSM and, and bondage and, you know, everything that's going on. Well, back at the time, there there was wasn't a lot to to really you know. It's not like you could jump on your phone and look up where's the nearest munch. There was nothing there. But the internet was just taken off with schools, so a lot of universities had the internet, and that's where a lot of this started is in universities. And in Palo Alto, California, there's a lady named Stella who wanted to have meetings, so basically people could get together and just talk about their fetishes because back then it was, it was kind of underground. So she found this place called Kirk's Steak Builder, Steak Burgers, Kirk's, sorry, tongue tied. And she started having what was called the Palo Alto Burger Munch. And she would go on to the, the message boards. They did, believe it or not, they had a message board for uh, BDSM, it wasn't called BDSM, but it was for adult alternative lifestyles. And she posted that she wanted to just get a, a meeting there, and it was called the Palo Alto Burger Munch. So that started, um, that took off, and started going all over the place. Well, a lot of people weren't eating burgers. They were going to different places. They were going to pizza places. They were going to other restaurants and bars and hanging out. So they, they shortened it to just instead of the burger munch, just the munch. And that's kind of how it all started. So people started having munches all over. Um, after a while, I mean, in the 2000s, they kind of started changing them to meet and greets and soirees. And I mean, you can call it what you want, but that's where the term munch came from. Did not know that. All came from burger munch. So some information for you. Uh, it, it's really kind of cool because when I was researching all this, there was a lot that happened in the beginning with this. I know I'm kind of squirreling here for just a second, but I did not know this, but when they first started, they, you know, cause it's, it's just meant to be a, a meet and greet. Well, things started kind of getting a little carried away at Kirk's steak burgers. And after about a year and a half of being there, they got the cops called on them cause they're <laughs> like spanking each other in public and started doing doing some stuff. And so they actually called the cops and they got kicked out of Kirk's Steak Burgers and, and can no longer meet there. So they had to move someplace else. But yeah, do some research on it. Um, it's really interesting what you find out. So 
nowadays, the munch, like I said, it was, it was put together so people who have this common interest of BDSM and, you know, power exchange relationships and, and all the stuff that goes along with it, it's all the adult lifestyle stuff, they could come together in a, in a safe environment. And even at the first one, it was kind of designed for like newbies to who they didn't really have a place to go. They didn't have a lot to, to research and to look up. So they developed the munch so people could come in in a, a public place, in a very safe environment in street clothes. And, you know, they're not wearing leather and all that and talk to others to other like-minded people. And it, it to this day, it's still kind of, that's what it is. There's munches everywhere. You can, I think there's a, a website called Find a Munch. You know, mm-hmm. you can you can go anywhere and you can find some place to go, but it's just for people to come and get together. You can you can talk about your, your kink. You can talk about what you did last Thursday, you know, with your family. It, it, it's a safe environment to just come and educate yourself a little bit um, and, and have some community with, with like-minded people, you know? Absolutely. Um, I know when we first, me and, me and my, uh, my wife got into this, uh, one of the first things that, that we did was we found a local munch. And it was at a coffee shop. And... We showed up there. I, I got to tell you, I was scared. It was it was very nerve wracking because you don't know what you're getting into, and when you're new, it, it can be very scary, you know. But we went, and the people, the first one we went to, the people were wonderful. There was about fifteen people sitting around this table, uh, and we actually, the the guy who started it years, he he'd been running it for like five, four or five years. He said. We are now good friends with. No one else in there, you know, but the guy that who started it, you know, we're good friends with. It was a very safe environment where we just sat and and we talked, you know. So that that memory kind of sticks with me mm-hmm. as our first ex- true outside exposure, you know, on a face-to-face level with like-minded people, you know. So... That was our experience. I don't know what your first munch was like. If you want to share that, and so there's a lot of um, misgivings or um, hesitation about going to a munch, munch, or even seeking out a munch because you feel like these people are going to be very different from you, and like you're going to end up like around a table with some people that you wouldn't want to be around the table with or you won't be accepted <laughs> by or there's there's going to be some kind of stigma that's going stigma that's going to get in your way but in the reality uh, or in reality when I've been to a munch overwhelmingly they're some of the most accepting people I've ever met in my life like when you I, I think when getting over the hesitation, or the um, the fear of going to a munch is probably the hardest thing. Once you get there and you realize how open and accepting these people are, because they too were at one point exactly where you were and only wanted information. And so 
going to a munch and, and realizing that they were in the same shoes as you were in maybe a year ago, maybe six months ago, maybe ten years ago. But either way, you have some sort of uh, connection with them. Yeah. And that, that, that helps a lot. That was, that was our biggest fear is, like you said, because these are strangers. Absolutely. You know, these are strangers you, you have. We knew one person that we had met on a social networking website. So we knew one person, never met her in person, but she said she was going to be there, and she's the one who told us about it. And our anxiety level, man, I, I got to tell you, James, it was through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when we got there, we ordered a coffee, sat down, and you just talk like we weren't even at the beginning we weren't even talking about our kink it was just like hey you know who are you this is you know so 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 and you know how long you've been in the lifestyle what you know it it was so welcoming so welcoming you know and a lot of times in in the kink lifestyle you do feel isolated and, and getting out there getting into a munch you realize that there's a lot of people out there just like you and it it destigmatizes a lot of the things that you see and even things that you see as negative on in movies and tv oh, yeah. are not actually negative if done in the right context yeah and that's another thing i i you hit it you see movies and tv and even books they they they're not an honest representation of the lifestyle. So we get very programmed to thinking one thing that is not the case at all. I mean, is there some of that out there? Yes. But the vast majority, it's not what you see in the movies or on TV or reading books. And when we when you go to Munch, you'll see these people. It, James went to Munch. We go to Munch. I mean, these people are just people. And, and they're in regular street if you were if people were to walk into that coffee shop and see us sitting around a table it would have looked more like a family reunion you know there's there's 10 15 people there laughing giggling having a good time all in just regular clothes all you know no one's got a, a ball gag in their mouth or you know chains hanging from the ear you know it it was just people sitting there having a good time and it creates such a safe environment. You know, they're, they're in public. You know, they're at restaurants. They're at bars. They're, like I said, ours was at a coffee shop. So it was really kind of a nice way for someone who was new to meet up and touch base with someone who's been doing it a while. You know? Absolutely. I mean, in all honesty, if, if I would have met you through your barbershop, I never would have talked to you about this at all. Right. And that's typical for most you know, people you meet. Yeah. But, and that's the thing. I think we, we got to kind of understand that people in this lifestyle are just people. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could be your, your checkout person at the grocery store. You know, it could be your Uber driver. It could be your school teacher. You know, it, it can be anybody. You know, and, and going to a munch shows that. It just shows that we're all just people. Just people trying to, to meet, socialize, you know. And it is something I, I, I know we kind of touched on a little bit off camera. And I kind of want to bring that up. 
Munches are more of a social gathering. You can learn a little bit about some things by talking to the people at the munches. You'll get their personal experience and, and their uh, kind of their history and some of the things experienced. But if you're looking for real education on topics, I don't think you're really going to find a lot of that at a munch. With one caveat, though, um, one thing that a munch is great at teaching you is other things that are going on in your community that you may have had no idea were going on because they're not advertised, they're not publicized anywhere. The only way you're going to find out about these events is by going to events, by going to events and meeting people that are also going to these other events, yeah. and they you then you get the invite and. and in that way, without the munch, you'd have no way of having of access knowing, to yeah. those things. And, and some of these things are educational opportunities. Some of these things are parties. Some of these things are various events. Social events. Various social events could be... Yeah. Uh, we, we've been to a, a huge picnic at one point. It was a, a big social event. Um, completely, uh, we of, call it PG. Right. You know, keep it um, you know, family-friendly. And that at that one, there was families, there was everyone there, and it was just a fun get-together. Um, all the way to, you know, the other extreme, a... a, a like a play party or... Or an, a, a, a whip demonstration by a, a guy who's a master of... At whipping. Yeah, master at whipping people. Um, yeah. that's, that's another thing that you might be able to, you might be invited to that you would never find out without a munch. Right. And if, you're not going to see that stuff on a billboard driving around town. Never. You know, I, I just, it's even hard to find on the internet. It is. I mean, not that I've looked. No, never. Right. <laughs> we'll pull up your search history later, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, knows it. it's, it's very, so it's very, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It, it's very, I don't want to say educational, but it, it's very, it, it links you. Informative. It's very informative there. Yeah. Perfect word. It's very you informative. You get information. Yeah. Information. You don't get education. You do get information. Yeah. Perfect way to put it. I, I agree 100%. So, and to be honest, uh, I learned, again, through kind of word of mouth at there, you know, I learned that there were, uh, like events and and we're going to talk about one of them in another episode but i learned about events that were going on that do provide education absolutely and again it's not like i'm not driving down the street and there's this big billboard that says hey you know do you like whipping your wife well you know March 22nd, come to... be tons know, of accidents yeah. at that time. <laughs> tons of accidents at that time. Maybe we should put one out there just to see what happens. But yeah, I, I think it, they're, you're, you hit the nail on the head. They're very... You get a lot of information, not the education. So um, I guess bottom line is if you want to, you know, kind of connect and network a little bit, meet people who have similar interests, even ones that have, you know, when I say similar interests, I'm talking BDSM and power exchange and the lifestyle, but... The whole kink subculture. Right. But, man, I tell you, you get to there, and you find people, the interests are, are you know... Extremely varied. Extremely. I mean, there's people who like fire play. There's people who like, 
you know, um, blood. There's people who just want to be tied up and, you know, in different ways and, and suspended. I mean, so there is a lot to talk about. Um, and it's very fascinating when you talk to these people. So if you're looking for a community, if you're looking for information, um, if you're looking to kind of find out what's going on around you, um, even stuff that's in cities close to you, because people come from all over to these munches. It's not like just your neighborhood. Well, that, that's a very big part. A lot of people like anonymity when they go to a munch. And one thing that people will do uh, when they go to a munch is they'll travel to a, a, another city other than their own for a lower chance of seeing anybody or uh, interacting with anybody that, is... that they know. And then they'll go to a munch and that, therefore they don't have any fear of repercussions yep. with their work or yep. any type of family structure. I mean, these things could be a situation that people will use in custody battles and something like that. Oh, yeah. So um, anonymity and your... Your, um, your privacy. Your yeah. privacy is very important. Yes. I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. I am so glad you brought that up. That is so true. And... It's funny you say that because I'm thinking back now to the first month that, that me and my wife went to. And when we were talking to the people, over half of them were from out of town. So, and I never even gave it a thought. I just thought, oh, well, they must have been, there must not have been something closer to them. I didn't ask them why they're from out of town, but I bet you a lot of them go for their privacy. Well, in today's day and age, with people being fired for what they do online and what they say online, yep. going to one of these things, and you might you have the chance of seeing a coworker there, and oh, now yeah. it, the the situation with kink is being outed yeah. um, is similar uh, to being outed in other areas of yeah. your life, to where it can completely destroy everything you have. Yeah. So we don't want that to happen. No. We want people to do things. It's it's just like the the. Uh, the credo for BDSM, safe, sane, and consensual. Yep. We want everyone to be safe, sane, and consensual. So yep. that without your consent, you're not being outed to your boss. Or without your consent, you're not being, your kids aren't finding out about exactly. where you were, who you were associating with. Yep. And to bring it around, I mean, part of the reason we're doing this podcast is because as Christians, that, I mean... There's nothing about the, the BDSM and about doing stuff in a relationship with your spouse and in a God-honoring way that's against the Bible. However, Christians are some of the worst ones. If they find out that you're into BDSM or anything like that, man, I have seen churches turn on people. And yeah, it can get very nasty just from that aspect. You know, so... Uh, that's, like I said, that's kind of the reason we started this podcast. Let's bring this out. Let's educate people. And I think education is the key. You got to educate people on what people are doing, why they're doing it, and really what it is. It's not, uh, it's not evil. You know, it's not, it's not bad. And and the stigma that's been associated with it has caused so many problems through the ages. You know, I think it's just time to get it out and talk about it. You know, as consensual adults. You know, so, so yeah, munches provide that anonymity, you know, they provide that, that level of disconnect between you and your everyday life that could be affected by what you do. 
So, so in a nutshell, in a small nutshell, that's what munches are. Um, I highly encourage you to, if you're, if you're new to this and you, you're looking for a community and you're wanting to, you know, just talk to people, find one, find one in your area, um, and, and check it out, you know, give it a try. If you don't like it, there'll be other ones in other areas, you know, and if you're afraid someone's going to see you, find one in, in the town next to you, you know, but go. And also make sure you're going to one in a public space so that you, you have that safety. You know yep. that you're going to a place that's open, well lit, um, and just make sure you're being safe because With even though we've said they're safe, there are still, just in any other community, there are predators within this the kink community. There, there, there just are. It's a fact. Yep. So go into everything with your eyes open and cautious. And yep. you should be okay. Yep. 100% agree. So with that, we're going to close this one down. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Stay safe and take care of each other. God bless. Thanks for giving us a listen. If you want to reach out and touch somebody like me or James, drop us a line at the kinky Christian podcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd rather, we've got a Facebook page too. We love to hear from you there. The kinky Christian podcast. So either way you want to do it, we're ready for you. Give us suggestions, comments, keep them positive, keep them encouraging, and let's keep this ball rolling forward. Thanks. Take care guys.